The Rwando Podcast is an exploration of the unconscious and the game of life. Be sure to visit Rwando.com to get a preview chapter of my upcoming book, Infinite Play, and free access to my content library. Enjoy the show. So one of my good buddies here in Chiang Mai, we, we met through our girlfriends, my ex-girlfriend and, and his girlfriend and her friends. And I... Uh, you know, a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, they tried to like make us be friends. They tried to put us on a play date, you know, and we both resisted and we both didn't want to do it. And um, eventually, though, I mean, we, we're in the same community. We have a lot of common interests. It wasn't a bad idea to like introduce us. Um, eventually, we did become friends. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I was uh, hanging out with them uh, and uh, his girlfriend was teasing us about how, uh, you know, we gave them so much shit for trying to put us on a play date and like, oh, boys hate being put on play dates, but here you are becoming friends anyway. Uh, and, you know, she was making fun of us. And on a superficial level, yes, she, she was, uh, her teasing comes from like a, a true place, right? Like if we were going to become friends anyway, why did we resist so much? But on, an import, on a more important level and, and on a level that's really important to the polarity of a relationship and like the self-esteem, dare I say, the self-esteem of a man, it was really important that we didn't just go along and do these things um, because the type of person, the type of man that does whatever his girlfriend says or do, does all the things his girlfriend sets up for him is not the type of man that most women want to date. In fact, even, you know, even his girlfriend who was teasing us about it, had he just like been like, okay, I'll be, I'll be friends with this guy, Ruan, just because you tell me to, she would have, it might've been convenient for her. Uh, she, it might've, you know, she might've gotten her way. She might've felt pleased, but a part of, uh, there would be a slight reduction in polarity. I should I'll leave it that way. Would that cause her by itself to lose respect for him? No. But if he did that thing over and over again, like every time she says, oh, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this, and she's basically directing his life, eventually she would lose respect for him. Same thing with me, same thing with any man and woman, right? If, uh, if he's not directing his own life, if he's not making his own decisions, uh, she's going to stop feeling trust for him and stop feeling polarity because this is the whole idea of the independent frame. So even though in this situation, yeah, I mean, the consequences are kind of benign, right? Like it had he and I been like, oh, okay, our girlfriend said we should meet, let's be friends. You know, I mean, even just saying that sounds kind of like cringy, right? There's a reason why all of those things that we, that most guys cringe about comes from a very real place because on some intuitive level, we know if we do that, there's something wrong about that. It's like if, uh, if a woman, if even if your girlfriend's like, hey, you come here, like every guy would be like, uh, I don't want, I mean, I, I would be happy to go to you, but not in response to that command. Like every guy knows that and or every guy feels that. And I think in our culture, a lot of people would be like, oh, that's like, uh, that's a uh, fragile masculinity or something. There's some degree to that, right? Like if you're if you're hypersensitive to power plays or like you know being told what to do, like if you can never listen, you always have to like say no to everything and go against everything. That that probably is a result of insecurity, right? It's not like you can never follow or never go along with people, right? But if you constantly, I mean, on that the reason why most men have a resistance to that is that we instinctually can feel like if we do that, there are implications to this action that ha- that go beyond this moment, right? Like walking towards a woman when she says come here i mean walking towards your girlfriend is not a bad thing right like being friends with someone that she thinks you should be friends with by itself is not a bad thing but constantly going along with what she says or really anyone what anyone says without thinking about it without making your own decision i mean on a core level on an individual level it robs you of your 
of your of your power. I mean, there's there's other words I could use, but that that's the the root of it, right? Eventually, you'll stop res, uh, respecting yourself. Eventually, you'll stop um, feeling sure of yourself because what the masculine logos brings to a sexually polarized relationship. I mean. In a polarized relationship, it can be an intimate relationship between a man and a woman, or it can be in any sort of uh, polarized team situation, like between a, a creative and a producer, or between, um, I mean, you, you name it. There's all different types of relationships that follow the same kind of masculine feminine or like logos pathos uh, balance. Anyway, I've, I've talked about that more in, ex- in other episodes. I want, I want to nail this point of the independent frame. Because, again, uh, well, first, secondly, uh, a guy who doesn't feel that impulse of like, or that uh, that instinct of there's something not right about going along with it, probably has abandoned himself so long ago that we would we can say like this guy doesn't is like disconnected from his masculinity because he he's uh, he's so uh, not trusting of his decisiveness that he's willing to pass it on, or maybe he's even eager to pass it on to someone else. This is kind of the difference between being a um, an asexual child and being a man, right? Being a masculine adult, right? An asexual child, or I mean a child, right? I mean, boys and girls, pre-puberty, kind of the same in many ways. I mean, for the most part, in situations like this, it's okay to have someone lead you. But when you grow up and you become a man who's taking on that logos, that testosterone side of a relationship, it's really important to bring your direction because as I've talked about in other episodes, when a, a person goes into pathos mode, when a person goes into their feminine, maybe their oxytocin receptors are firing or they're deep in their feelings, which is okay for a man to do at times, right? Uh, the other person they're with has to, it becomes responsible for the direction. Um, I mean, the thing I've talked about in other, in other episodes, uh, probably my YouTube video with the most thumbs down is uh, speaking about women's uh, quote, and quote unquote crazy emotions. When she's in her emotions, I mean, to judge her on what she's saying or what she thinks is the map of reality is actually being disrespectful to the feminine and not recognizing, I mean, by the feminine, I mean women, but also like the feminine side of our psyche. Anyway, maintaining an independent frame is critical for uh, being the masculine side of a relationship because if you're not able to make your own decisions, if you're deferring your decisions, then you're not really bringing anything to the relationship. That's part of what the masculine does. If you are... um, if you're in your feminine, fine. I mean, when you're in your feminine, it's actually hard to make decisions most of the time. When you're in your feelings, it's like uh, it's very challenging to map reality enough uh, because you know that that part of our brain, our limbic system, is so here and now, which is great for certain times. But decisiveness is a masculine trait. Decisiveness is driven by testosterone. It's driven by logos. When you make more decisions, you get better at it, and you actually feel more independent and more self-esteem. And, and the reason why this matters is not so you can be like, oh, I'm the alpha man, I'm, I'm so awesome. It's that if you want to be in a sexually polarized relationship and you want to be useful to women, if you want to be useful to children as, as the father figure or the head of the household or uh, useful as the masculine pole in a team situation, you need to be able to have that independent frame because if you're going along with what everyone else is saying, then you're not able to lead. So... I took the teasing. We teased back and forth. You know, we had a good time. And, and he and I, in the story, like he and I ha- have become good friends. We, we have a lot in common. One of the things that we have in common is that we uh, we make our own decisions. And had we went along with uh, becoming friends with each other just because our girlfriends at the time said, oh, hey, you guys should be friends, we would have lost a little bit of ourselves. Again, that situation by itself, not super consequential. 
But if, a, if, if you're a man in a relationship or any sexually polarized situation and you constantly make that move to go along with whatever she says, to not make your own decisions, to go along with what people say, uh, you are losing a part of yourself and you are going to become uh, less trustworthy because she won't be able to lean on you if she needs to make the decisions for you. She's not going to be able to sink into her feminine, into her receptive state if she doesn't trust you to make your own decisions or make the... Make, it's not even about making right decisions, it's about making confident decisions because if you need to look for her to her for like, hey, what should I do next? Or you need to look to her for reassurance or you need like her approval before you feel confident, then she doesn't get to sink in, into her femininity and relax into the state that would have her feel the best. Uh, she has to basically be the masculine for you or she has to like be a parent to you, in which case like, what are you there for, right? Like she, if she can't be in her feminine, she, if she has to be in her masculine, she might as well be a lesbian, right? So, anyways, make your decisions independently. Um, and, and if this is a challenging thing, decisiveness is a skill. Like when I was in OCS for the Marines, this was something they said all the time. Like part of a lot of the training, a lot of the social training or the leadership training, they called it. Uh, for me, it was social training because I ended up not going to the Marines, not serving, but uh, pr I mean leadership. Anyway, practicing decisiveness. Decisiveness is a skill. Right? If you are used to deferring decisions, it's going to be really hard to suddenly make a decision. Uh, if you practice decision making, even little things of like, there's actually a guy in, uh, in my men's group in Masculine Underground. Um, a couple months ago, we started this thread of like, he's so disconnected from himself that he has a hard time making like decisions of like what socks to buy. And my advice to him was like, uh, just, just pick. I mean, make the decision that you're going to make a decision. Even if even if it's random, even if it's the wrong one, just make the decision, stick with it. Because like I've talked about this in, in other, I think uh, in the father wound episode, uh, if you check the podcast uh, archives, it's one of it's one of the best ones I should say. I, mean, I spent a lot of time preparing. Anyway, one of the one of the separations between boys and men, one of the reasons for rites of passage is uh, when you're a boy, when you're in um, when you're in your young mode. When you're just like exploring, before you've really even embodied the warrior archetype or, or you know, anything beyond that, the king archetype, being a father figure, whatever, being a leader. Uh, there is a, a, you know, when you first embark out into the world or if you're still within, uh, under your mother's care in some literal or metaphoric way, there's the world of endless possibility, right? You can be a, I mean, when it comes to your career, you can be a doctor, you can be a fireman, you can be a sculptor, you can be an X-wing fighter pilot, you can be whatever you want, right? Um, but at some point, if you don't make that decision, you have nothing, right? All that, I mean, that, that realm of possibility is like a big soup of all the permutations of reality. But as time passes, which time will pass because we are mortal, as time passes, uh, you'll still have that endless soup. And you'll never have anything concrete in your reality because you'll still have this soup of possibility. And you see a lot of uh, man children are like, man, I, I friggin' hate the term adulting. Uh, it's, it's a term of my generation, millennials, because we, I mean, my generation and the generations around us uh, took a really a long time to grow up, probably because of consumerism and many other forces. But uh, as long as you, you keep your options open, you can get to feel like a child, but you never actually do anything, right? There was a time in, uh, in human history not long ago where people grew up when they were teenagers, right? Bar mitzvah, you, you actually became a man. If you were a Jewish kid, when you turned 13, you actually became a man and started taking on man responsibilities. Now when a 13-year-old when a boy, Jewish kid has a bar mitzvah, it's kind of, you know, it's a cultural thing, but like no one actually sees him as a man, right? 
no one would expect a 13-year-old to make decisions for his life. I think it's messed up. Anyway, that's not the point of this video. I'm digressing. Independent frames, right? Decisiveness is a skill. The more you practice decisiveness, the more you get better at it because really what the skill of decisiveness comes down to is being okay with your wrong decisions. Can you be okay with picking the wrong socks? Can you be okay with picking the wrong uh, dinner meal off the menu? But you pick it, right? It's not like you're being okay with some, someone else's trash. It's like you chose a decision and you are sticking and you're living with the consequences. That's what being a man is where you collapse the wave function of like, oh yeah, I could have been a fireman, could have been a doctor, but here I am making YouTube videos or podcasts instead. This is what I chose, right? This is the path I've been on. I can do it and enjoy it and become good at it. Or I could do nothing and wish like, or think about all the other things I could have done or could have been, could be doing at this moment, in which case nothing happens, right? So decisiveness is a skill. And, you know, back to the, the original point of um, maintaining an independent frame doesn't mean you always go around saying no, doesn't mean you have to be a contrarian, but it means even if someone's giving you great advice, right? Even if uh, someone's like encouraging you to do something that is, is a good thing for you to do, you make the decision independently, which might mean taking some space and being like, okay, this is, uh, this is what we do. So anyway, became really good friends with this guy. He's actually, it's actually great. And, uh, in, in a way I am grateful that, you know, our, our girlfriends connected us in a way, but, um, it was also very important for both of us to respect ourselves and also have the respect of our partners and each other, uh, to have come to those conclusions on our own. Um, Mention the Masculine Underground if you're listening to this or watching this and you haven't. Uh, join the Masculine Underground if you're a man. I highly recommend it. Go to you can type into your browser forum.masculineunderground.com or uh, search for Masculine Underground on Facebook. Uh, we have great discussions on topics like this, and we also do. I also do my uh, long form podcasts live into the group um, where you can ask questions and interact and other fun things. Also, if you uh, want to check out the Mask and Archetype class, uh, we do practice decisiveness in some of the lessons. Um, that is at rwando.com slash archetype. It's a 21-day challenge to give you micro-lessons and micro-missions to connect you with your archetypal masculinity, the subconscious forces in your psyche driven by testosterone, which is the source of your self-esteem, your power, your polarity, uh, your attractiveness. That's at rwando.com slash archetype. And if you join that, uh, of course, you also get a free coaching session with me one-on-one. -on -one. That's at rwando.com slash archetype. I'll see you in the next episode. And also, if you've been on YouTube for a while, I'm flattered you want to look at my face, but, you know, listen to a podcast and do some push-ups. All right, goodbye. Truth, I